0: 36. We continue on AM 1420, The Answer.
1: We have to do the oversight and the investigations that need to be done. This idea that bureaucrats who never put their name on a ballot but think they run the country, who have assaulted our constituents' First Amendment liberties, they need to be held accountable. That has to happen. We need to do it
0: congressman Jim Jordan passionately supporting the uh the oversight and the accountability on of everything the Democrats have done and allowed to have ha- have happened over the last two years but not just the last two years everything they did during the Trump administration as well it's why he wants to be the chair of the Judiciary Committee and not the Speaker of the house those remarks came as he nominated Kevin McCarthy for Speaker of the House we now go today at noon to what is expected to be round seven of the voting that just is not showing any signs of cracking at this moment in time and joining us to discuss is congressman jordan himself on am 1420 the answer congressman good morning thank you for making the time how are you
1: you bet i'm, I'm fine bob happy new year d good to be with you
0: good to talk, talk to you as always i wasn't sure we'd talk this morning actually because i know how busy you are behind <laughs> the scenes um you know in addition to of course what happens on the on the floor in the chamber yeah uh so i appreciate you coming on so
1: let's talk well, you about put me on every week for i don't know how many years now uh, bob so i i appreciate that and it's uh, been nice to have a chance each week to visit with uh with all your listeners and so uh yeah we, we we always try to make time for your uh your program
0: well that is very very kind of you i do appreciate it. i have to admit selfishly i kind of wish you would be speaker so i could say i have the speaker of the house of representatives in the united states government <laughs> on every week on my program that would be very very cool um, but I'm not selfish. I want what's right for the country. And I know you do, too. If you were selfish, yeah. yep. you might you might take the nomination from Matt Gates and the support you got from 19 other Republicans uh, who voted for you uh, to be the speaker and say, all right, let's do this thing. But you're not being selfish. You want to do what's right. Can you explain to me how the conversations have gone even behind the scenes with people like Gates and others well, who have said, Jim, we need you to be the guy?
1: Well, we're, 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 uh, we're having all kinds of conversations, and we're working on it, and we're hoping that, hopeful that we can get there. Um, and the reason we, I think we need to get there and get moving is, is – I said this in my remarks the other day on the, on the House floor. I do think this Congress is – this, this uh, 118th Congress, this upcoming Congress is so basic. There were three key things we've got to work on. We've got to pass the legislation that will fix the problems that, that have been caused in the last two years by the left running our government. And we all know what those are. We need to pass it, send it to the Senate. If they don't take it up and if President Biden won't sign it and won't support it, so be it. We'll have an election in 2024 and they'll have to answer for that. Then we need to also never let something like that, the appropriations process, never let something like that monstrosity that passed two weeks ago today, that $1.7 trillion package, never let that happen again. And we need to have a different strategy. Uh, on our appropriations process do our work and stand firm and tell the senate if you don't deal with what we send to you as republicans and doing common sense things on the appropriations, then we're going to just stick with the cr which means we don't grow government and frankly that'd be some of the biggest savings we've ever given the american taxpayer if we do that if they don't want to do the right thing and then finally what you what you started your your this the segment with is that oversight has to be done because the first step in stopping the abuses of of uh, of our of our liberties is is exposing what they've done so that you can begin to stop it and never have it happen again. And that's what I want to focus on. I've been clear about that for, for several years. So let's get united, let's elect a speaker and let's get to work doing what the American people elect us to do. And I think that is so basic, so 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 simple, so straightforward. Um, but we can't really get started on that mission and that task until we get a speaker and so that's what we're on trying to do. And I'm I'm I felt like we made some progress last night, but we'll see you today on the vote.
0: Congressman Jordan, um, I, I want to talk a little bit more, like I said, a little more behind the scenes, if, with what you're able to disclose about what you're hearing from mm-hmm. the 19 holdouts, including yesterday with the nomination of Byron Donald, um, they, they are just steadfast in their opposition to Kevin McCarthy. McCarthy, from what I understand, has given a lot of conces- uh, concessions, uh, mm-hmm. to, to, to make this more palatable for them if they don't trust him. But what are they saying to you about why they just won't bend? They won't break. They won't make a deal. They won't say, here's what, well, what it will take for us to actually, elect Kevin McCarthy and put this behind us
1: some of those some of those nineteen were uh, uh were in a meeting uh, last night uh, with uh, with with some some folks who were supporting kevin and and there were others of us in that meeting as well um, and and so I felt that was productive um I, I I don't typically get into the details of those meetings, but I did feel it was productive that you know there were about ten of them in the meeting uh some of us who were supporting Kevin and some who were on the other side and and we, we were trying to hash out things that could make the place work better so that we could better represent the American people and do the work we're supposed to do. And and that's gotta be the focus. This is about the American people. And I I respect the the twenty people who who have voted against uh, uh uh Leader McCarthy. Um they're good folks, they're my friends. Uh and and we just gotta we just gotta keep working through this. Uh I I thought one of my colleagues made a really good point on the floor yesterday. The founders they they they, they knew democracy wasn't always just easy and neat. It's kind of messy sometimes, and frankly, it's one of the, one of the checks on power to negotiate and work these kind of things out. You have to get 218. You have to get a majority of the House to, uh, to elect a speaker. That's all part of the checks and balances the, the, the founders, in their wisdom, put in our system, and uh, we'll just have to work through it, and I think we'll get through it, and then we'll move on with the work we need to do uh, for the country.
0: Yeah, I heard that. I think it was Gallagher, maybe, uh, who said
1: that. Yep. And, uh,
0: yep. yeah, and he was right. He said democracy is messy, and it was made messy on purpose by the founders. It yep. shouldn't be something where we all just immediately rubber-stamp something. There's got to be debate. There's got to be discussion. There's got to be a fight, if and, need be, to get to the right, yeah. right conclusion. Go ahead.
1: <laughs> yeah. And, no, no, I was just going to say, Bob, and frankly, that's, that's Republicans. We're independent. That's American. You know, I, I always tell folks, Americans, by nature, we don't like being told what to do. It's, it's the reason we left Europe, because over in Europe they said you've got to practice your faith a certain way, and they said, no, we don't, and we're willing to get on the ship and risk it all and come to this place called America where you have freedom. And that, that is sort of in the, the DNA of Americans and most certainly in the DNA of Republicans, and I think we're seeing that on display. That's, that's, that's a good quality, but we just, you just got to work through it and get, get united, as I said, but sometimes it takes a little time.
0: Congressman, um I, I want to ask you a big picture about the brand, uh, any da- damage that might be being done to the Republican brand. Because while Gallagher is right, the founders intentionally made it messy. you got to get to 218, and that's not easy. They couldn't have envisioned, envisioned Twitter. They couldn't have envisioned 24-7 yeah. television news yeah. cycle, <laughs> all reporting on every word and every crossword between Republicans in the battle yeah, to I get know. where you need to be. Yeah. So there, there, there's 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 a real you know there's a real concern here I think of Republicans being looked at as the party of chaos. Does that concern you in terms of big picture?
1: No, we'll get through that. I think the, the bigger the bigger concern, and I understand with with the the 24 hour news and social media. I understand and the, and the media, the mainstream press is always wanting to that they love any type of disagreement amongst Republicans, and of course they never they never cover disagreements among the left and the crazy things the left are up to. So so I, I get all that, but I think the real real concern about damage to the Republican brand is what happened two weeks ago. Is is the one point seven trillion bill that a handful of Republicans did with with all the Democrats? That's the damage couple to the brand, handfuls. and that's what was, Cu- couple of yeah, large yeah.
0: handfuls, actually. Sadly,
1: yeah, exactly. And so that's that's what we got to be uh, trying to stop. And that's why I specifically referenced that kind of um, that that bill uh, in my remarks on on uh, the other day. So. Um, that's, that's what we've got to focus on. We'll get through this. Uh, it may may take a little while, but um, we'll get through it, and then, then it's time to hit the ground running and, and, and get to work uh, for the country.
0: Will there be long-lasting ramifications among the relationships of Republican colleagues here? Because Dan Crenshaw, going on Guy Benson's show on live national radio and saying that those holdouts are terrorists he said we can't let the terrorists win when he was criticized for that he said oh grow up get thick skin it's just a figure of speech it's not though you you talk terrorists in the united states of america uh you know in a very very dangerous time and in a world where you know we've seen terrorism and what it can do to us i mean that's pretty bad and there are some yeah i think he went on to say those people are our enemies um can that be can that be restored can working collegial friendship type relationships be restored after that
1: yeah, they, they have to be because this, I've actually – this is one speech I have given uh, to my colleagues. Uh, uh, we, we ha- I, I, I said it again the other day on the floor. We, we only got a we're, – we're 222. We've got a four-seat majority. We had better work together. Or, or, Because or, cause any differences that exist, and I think this is so important, any differences that existed within the Republican conference pale in comparison to the differences between us and the left, which now control the Democrat Party. So we had better work together to stop where they want to take the country, and we've seen that in two years. I mean, think about it. We, We, we have a border that's not a border. We have a military that can't meet its recruiting goals. We have terrible energy policy, terrible education policy, record spending, record debt, record inflation, and a government that, as we've talked about, has been weaponized against we, the people, the American citizens. So that's what's happened in two years. We better figure out that the, the, the small differences that exist in the Republican Party are nothing compared to where Biden and the left want to take the country. And so the sooner we can, we can work together, not call each other names, figure out who our speaker is going to be, the sooner that we can then get to focusing on stopping where they want to go and that is what we have to figure out that is how we have to unite because it's really that important and I, i'm we can't call people names we can't do it's just not healthy from either side within the within the republican conference we just got to understand that and that's that's what i've been trying to work on and we'll continue to do until we get united and and get moving
0: Congressman Jim Jordan joins us this morning as the uh, House uh, uh, fight for the Speakership continues today. They're going to meet again at noon and have another vote. Um, uh, no yep. reason really to think at this moment in time, Congressman, that it's going to change much. Uh, Representative Gates, your colleague, strong colleague, uh, is, uh-huh. is kind of reveling in this. He said McCarthy is, quote, a desperate guy whose vote share is dropping with I- every subsequent vote. It doesn't sound like he is any closer to saying, hey, uh, Leader McCarthy has made a lot of concessions here for us. We, we're getting closer to being able to back him. Do you think there's anything Kevin McCarthy can say or any uh, concessions he can give that will flip Mr. Gates or some of the others who are real well, hardliners among the 19 that are holding out?
1: Maybe not all of them, um, but I, I, I do think, uh, as I said, you have we had to be at least 15 of night. them,
0: right? You have to be at least 15 yeah. of them.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, and, um, I think we'll we'll know today at noon if if we're moving in the right direction, and let, let's hope that we are. Um, but um, like I said, uh, the the meeting we were in last night was, I think, the most productive one we've had in several weeks in trying to uh, to to come together. Um, so what we just got we just got to keep after it and get it done.
0: Uh, Congressman, one of the concessions that has been made and, and has been demanded, I guess, is is a vote on term limits. Uh and some are mm-hmm. calling for no more than three two year terms. Now you've been in Congress for what about five terms? Six terms? Mm-hmm. Seven terms? Yeah, longer than that. Somewhere uh, in the neighborhood. Eighteen years now. Oh eight terms. Sixteen years. Okay, thank you. So um I, I've never I've never viewed you or read you as I've studied your career going on, and certainly since we've been talking as a guy who's um you know, a career politician for the sake of advancement, for the sake of personal uh, uh, achievement and so forth. I, I don't feel like you're that guy, but I have also very much valued your time in this Congress. I don't want to see you go, or guys like you go. <laughs> I appreciate, but, but no, I mean that. But on the flip side, I also kind of agree with term limits because I think it yeah. would it would stop people who are about personal advancement and career politicians yeah. who want to stay for twenty, thirty years and who out outlived their usefulness. If I can say that respectfully and all I can, but. Yeah. But I'm kind of I'm kind of for it. Where are you if there was to be a no, I'm, vote I'm, granted uh, on term limits?
1: Yeah, I'm for I'm I'm for it. Um, I, I think I think twelve makes probably the most sense. Is that you know c- kind of corresponds to a you get two terms in the Senate, and you get six terms in the House, and I, I support that. Um, it'd take a constitutional amendment to do it. Uh, I actually supported it when it was on the ballot back in Ohio. Ooh, what would it be? 30 years ago, I guess, uh, early 90s, um, that, that when we got term limits for the state House, and state Senate, there was also on the ballot term limits for, for uh, Congress. But then, of course, the Supreme Court said that you couldn't do that because you can't have one state doing it and another state not. Um, so uh, I support it, and uh, I think y- y- you're going to lose some good folks. And I appreciate pers- the nice word you said about me, I don't know if everyone thinks the same, but uh, y- you lose some good folks. But on balance, I think newer, fresher people coming in um, is, is, is probably a darn good thing. So uh, I-, I support it.
0: Well, uh, they can say what they want about you i mean you're, you're the fact that you 're sitting where you are right now, having been nominated for speaker and and saying no i don 't want to be speaker shows you are not for personal advancement I mean how many people as a matter of fact, I talked to somebody yesterday who said they really believe that Kevin McCarthy is looking to check that career box. He has wanted to be speaker ever since he got into Congress, and he wants to check that career box that I held that very powerful position third in line to the presidency, blah blah blah. You're, you're being pushed for it, and you don't want it. So I don't believe you're about personal advancement. It's guys <laughs> like you that we want to keep in Congress because you want to be there to serve, not for personal growth and gain.
1: I want to hold the, you, you. What I really want to do, Bob, is I want to hold the FBI accountable for what what they've do. done. The the, the the you think about what what has happened to our First Amendment. That that's what scares me more than anything that's going on in our government, in our culture, in our country today is what the government has done to the most fundamental liberties we enjoy, including your right to practice your faith, your right to speak, all those fundamental liberties we have. That's what I want to try to expose as best we can so that we can stop it from ever happening in the greatest country in history, from ever happening in our great country again. That, that is that is what I want to get done. I think that is so important for the health of our great nation, um, and well, like I said, I hope we get united here soon so we can get after that that fundamental task.
0: Well, and you know, again, that's why I respect you, because I feel like that's what you want to do is serve. If you would rather serve as a committee chair and hold people accountable for the betterment of the country rather than be Speaker of the House and say, I have power, then you're doing it the right way. Last question for you. Away from all the drama right now on the Hill and in the on the House floor, uh, Joe Biden is apparently going to Mexico, and uh, he said yes. this. Are
1: you going to be just in the board?
0: That's my intention. We're working out the details now. That's my intention. Will you go? He wouldn't go to the border when he was in Arizona. Uh, so now when you go to Mexico, will you visit the border as part of it? He said, that's my intention. We're working out the details now. Do you think he actually will?
1: I hope so. I, I mean, you know, look, I, you and I disagree with so much of the, probably every policy Joe Biden's done this, this first two years here. But this is a fundamental task of the of the commander-in-chief to... To protect our country, protect our border, the fentanyl and all the we, 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 we know how bad it is, but in the fact that he won 't go there and he won 't step up to the, to the task at hand and deal with that, I mean I hope he does, and I hope he freaking changes his policies and goes, goes back to the things that we know um, we know work because it is so frustrating, and the landowners down there, the mayors down, the Democrat mayors on the border are, are, are talking about how bad this is, um, so I, I certainly hope so. But more importantly, I hope he begins to change the policies and actually implement and and enforce the laws that are on the books to have a border to our country again.
0: Yeah, you know, I, I hope those things too. And here's what I fear. He goes down there in between him and the leadership in Mexico, they're gonna whitewash an area of the border. They're gonna completely clear it. They're going to make sure that the press pool that follows him looks and says, What's everybody complaining about? This isn't there's hardly anything here at yeah. all. You know, I mean yeah. big, big, that's the reason he hasn't yep. gone down because he's it's gonna it's gonna be exposed when he goes there. They're gonna have to follow. And somebody besides Bill Melugin on Fox is actually gonna have to cover the border. Nobody else yep. is doing it, and that's what I'm afraid is they're gonna whitewash it, have a clear Area and say, look, this is no problem. We're okay.
1: Yeah. Well, let's hope not. Let's hope that there's there's some people still in the in the mainstream press who are going to report the facts and the truth, um, well, not just the folks at Fox and some of the conservative outlets. Uh, so let's hope so.
0: Super quick, quick yes or no question, uh, Crystal Ball? This do we have a new speaker by the end of the day today?
1: Uh, I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> uh, I I do, uh, but. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll find out, Bob. I, I hope
0: so. <laughs> uh, yes or no question, and I got an I hope so. That does not make me <laughs>
1: optimistic.
0: No, I know. I appreciate the. I get I get it. You don't know, and I, I totally understand. None of us do at this point in time. It's a very, very yeah. complex and messy situation, as Gallagher said. Yeah. Jim Jordan, thank you for coming on. Thank you for the work that. that you're doing, and hopefully next week, by the time we talk next week, we will have that speaker in place, and we can talk Thanks, about Bob. holding people accountable. Thanks, Bob.
1: Take care. Thank you, sir